I promise you white supremacy. We're going to get white supremacy. I promised you and you will get it. The white power movement is what I thought that, that, that white supremacists and all of that had kind of fallen by the wayside. And now I'm finding out it's not, it's alive and well here in America. We're going to get back and we're going to, I'm going to show it to you. All right. And it's in our institutions. It's our teachers. I've got, I'm sitting here looking at like a 87 minute. What is that? I got 11 minutes. This is a 11 minutes of teachers openly ranting about white supremacy on TikTok. And as you know, I, I am a staunch opponent to any supremacy, any prejudice, and especially white supremacy, because it is so, because I'm told that it's so fervent in American culture. There's some things that, yes, white people did, and now we're here. But to say that because white, because white people are better, that's why there is, anyway. Everybody, it's your favorite mustachioed otaku, the manic mustache, coming at you pre-recorded and live. That's right. If you miss any part of the live show, you can find, you can listen back on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, wherever finer podcasts are found. If you want to listen to us live, that's Sunday through Thursday, uh, eight thirty p.m. We usually try to start this thing up on Mixler. Search us on uh, Hobby's Treehouse on Mixler, or just look for the Half Baked Treehouse. We are there. I promise. Anyway. I am still your host, the Manic Mustache, still by myself. Sad, I know. But I don't mind it as much as I used to, at least anymore. Trying to figure out how to um, play handball with myself. All right, that's probably not the best euphemism for that particular statement. But I promised you. One of Miss I promised y'all. Um, some YouTube white supremacy. And here we go. I'm just going to let it play. I'll let the video speak for itself. Here's some things that you need to know about me. Number one, if you are a person of, of whiteness, I don't give a f- I don't give a f- about your comfort. I don't give a f- about your feelings. I don't give a f- about where you think that your place is in the world. You too can achieve the American dream if only you work hard enough to conform to society's norms. And by society, I mean white supremacy. And if you assimilate enough, and if you reject, reject all of your non-American culture, history, background, generational trauma, and just get over it so that you again can achieve the American dream. I said I was going to let this video play, and I'm pretty proud of myself. I let it go for 53 minutes, about 53 seconds. But this woman right here. Oh... Usa, Usa. I don't know what she's even trying. I mean, 
So what she's saying is, is that if you aspire, like, so she's saying that white people are the only people, I, I don't even, it makes me angry. Is it safe? I would even be safe. I would even venture to say it's, it's triggering, if you will. Because um, what she's saying is that my, because I I I, I want to have I, I don't even I wouldn't want to ask her actually. What she would define as success in her mind. I'm assuming her because she uh, starts presenting feminine to my eye, so I'm just going to take a wild stab in the dark with that one. Because, in case you don't know, this is a compilation video, Wildest Teacher TikTok Rants. Um, campus reform. I know it is very, 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 I'd almost go uh, teetering on far left, if not, sorry, far right, because... <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, when I think far right, I think of um, more extremist. And um, I'm going to pretend like that didn't happen, but I couldn't. Sorry. <clears throat> Jesus, I got a frog in my throat. That is awesome. But I would always, when people say this, I always want to ask them, what do you call success? What do you what is your definition of success personally? Not for the rest of the world. No, for you individually, what would be success? And strangely enough, it goes back to what I say about purpose. And I just want to let everyone know these aren't I these aren't my own ideas. Like these are not my thoughts that I'm coming to independently. No. <clears throat> There are many, many people out there on the left and right who definitely um, they, they believe in success, right? And a lot of these people who are angry, <clears throat> because I think a lot of people are more angry than before. And that's why I think, it, I mean, sorry, there are mo there's more places. Heck, look at me. There's no real, there's very little barrier to entry to get your voice out there. And the thing is, though, it's not that, okay, these are just random people on the internet. But if it's true that these people are teachers, and maybe they are the loudest teachers in the room, few but strong, or maybe not at all, maybe this is a ploy by the right to rile up parents. But the problem is, is that unless we address this in our just period, I mean, you could say what you want about Donald Trump, but he's not in power. He's not a, he has no political, he, what mechanisms do, does he really have to affect any kind of uh, authoritarian uh, far right Trumpocracy? 
But these are the people that are touching our touching the, the minds of, of young children every day. And what I'm hearing is white people are better than you. Because white people have created a system that you want. Because they're smarter than you. Because they knew that you wanted this before they did. You're just sitting there in whatever village and then you're getting conquered, right? Because you were just sitting on this land and just, you just, I don't know. And then they came and they colonized America. Yes, they ran over the indigenous peoples. They basically took it. Did they steal it from them? <clears throat> Excuse me. Did they steal it from them? No, not technically. They technically took it by force. There was no theft. They were just like, hey, we've got better shit than you do. Back the fuck up. We feel kind of bad right now, so we're going to give you this little piece of land. But we don't really feel bad. Start walking and crying and shit. We can acknowledge the horrible atrocities that were done in the name of Western expansion. Slavery, right? The biggest black eye that America has. But we're not the only countries. We're not the only country with that black eye. We are the country with the scars that we were willing to fight a civil war over that very question. Slavery. Over that very issue. That was the issue between North and South. Yes, technically on paper, it was about state rights. But the core issue was slavery. Now, going back to the key point of white people created a system so good that you wanted it, that you didn't even know you wanted it until they showed it to you. I mean, that's all I can say. Because I'm pretty sure <clears throat> that success, at least in my family, and has always been told to me, was being able to um, take care of your family, be a strong leader as a man, be the best partner you can to your wife. And then women had their role. Some would even say a more important role, but an individual role nonetheless. And that was to um, be a supportive wife, uh, a caring mother, and the, the soft landing when the world knocked the fuck out of you. And then dad was there to pick you up, tell you the world don't owe you no favors, baby. Now let's get out there and maybe not do it the same. Let's, let's, let's see what we can do to not let this happen again. And that was kind of the, the, the two dichotomies we had in the, and then of course, when you fucked up, old man come down on you like a hammer. And um, 
Mom was the one to talk you down and, and let you know why that all happened. And what you have to do to not let that happen again. So mom and dad had two different roles. <clears throat> and maybe that is a white is, is so what I'm saying is, is is monogamy, raising a family. Yeah, sure, we're gonna call it gender roles because that is actually what has been socialized into us. So you're telling me that's white supremacy? Because I'm pretty sure that I am of uh, more na uh, native North American heritage, as well as some, uh, I mean, we're pretty mixed. But I, I definitely go as far to say that I am uh, of Mexican descent, my father, and I can trace my lineage there. <clears throat> so you're telling me white supremacy seeped all the way to Mexico. And white people are so good and so powerful that they were able to influence. But you know what? I'm sorry. I went down the wrong rabbit. I just, I'm rambling now. But let's go ahead and just hit play. I backed it up a little bit, so I felt good for a second. Thank you for that. To conform to society's norms. And by society, I mean white supremacy. And if you assimilate enough... And if you reject, reject all of your non-American culture, history, background, generational trauma, and just get over it so that you again can achieve the American dream, which is white supremacy. And if I just can say one more thing real quick. Yes, if you can throw off the shackles of um, your oppressor and move forward, not because of him, but in spite of it. Um, it's not saying that it didn't happen. It's not saying that what happened was okay. What it's saying is that, hey, we're not saying not to <clears throat> acknowledge or even talk about, I, I mean, I'm, the acknowledge just because you want us to acknowledge it doesn't mean that um you know I'm going in a place I don't know where I don't know what that path is so written play again I think that's what I'm going to do here cuz I keep on I'm too angry but it feels good this feels cathartic you know what I mean it's kind of like punching a pillow dear white people these freedoms or the impingement of freedoms that you're ranting and raving about it's just silly always had the freedom to do exactly as you please. The only change for you is that you're just now starting to see some consequences for being able to do whatever you please. Okay, so <clears throat> so what she's saying, as far as I'm concerned, is I am a defined person of color, so I'm not allowed to do whatever I want. So you're telling me that there are things that white people, I, I want to know what those things that white people do that I couldn't do before. That now they can't, now that we're technically on the same level or maybe I'm less than. So what you're telling me is I'm less than white people. All right, good stuff. I should be used to this by now, but I'm not. There's no safe place for BIPOC to exist 
Oh my, this is puzzle. Uh, BIPOC is um. I don't know. Look it up. It's, but it has to do with oh something. Indigenous people of uh. Anyway, um. What now? Why don't you feel safe? You tell me. Am I worried that white people are coming up? So you're telling me I'm, I should be afraid? I'm stupid for not feeling afraid all the time? That I'm too stupid to know that white people are out to fucking get me? Turn off the Fox News. You should turn off Fox News and CNN and MSNBC and CNBC and all of it. Find better sources. Find better media. Most of y'all parents are dumber than you. I'm going to say that out loud. No, no, no. Is that you're dumber than your students and you think all adults are stupid because you're stupid. <laughs> My parents are freaking dumb. Okay. That's why you think everyone's parents are dumb because your parents were stupid. So you're projecting. And the minute I figured that out, the world opens up. I'm going to say this right now. It's there, we all have the moment that we realize that our parents weren't like all knowing. For some of us, it was later in life. Some of us, heck, it might have been yesterday. Who knows? But yeah, the moment you realize your parents are human, that's not a. That's not saying, oh, my parents are dumb. No, your parents might have been dumb. Sorry. You don't have to do everything your parents say. That is true. That is true. Not disagreeing with that statement. And you don't have to believe everything your parents believe. That is also true. But just because your parents believe something doesn't mean it's wrong. Because most likely you're smarter than them. You might be smarter, but you're not wiser. Remember that, boys and girls. Intellect and wisdom are two very, very different things. It's experience versus, you know, uh, academics. I have had my regular back-to-school anxieties. Things like, am I going to have enough time? Am I going to get my lessons done? Are the students going to be okay? But this year, there is this overshadowing apprehension that's clouding my normal back to school thoughts it's that um she put on like 47 pounds during covid because it's all in her face baby boy Woo. she she's she used to be like the hot teacher now she's freaking out because all she can wear is like sweatpants or sorry all she's been wearing is like yoga pants and uh like those floppy t-shirts that the big titty girls wear you know what I'm talking about. But this one's just the fucking beach towel. And it's with it's with thoughts like if I die, who's gonna take care of my children? And if I end up in the hospital, how Holy shit that got dark. How am I gonna pay those bills? And if I give COVID to my students or my own children and they die. She is, what? I shouldn't laugh about death this way. 
How am I going to live without? You you don't have to. I don't think. Like, does your child have leukemia or something? Like, I need to, like, why do you even think that? Seriously. Here's what's crazy. Our, 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 our world's relationship with death is rather strange. My, And it's only been a couple generations, if you really think about it, right? Um, my, or maybe I'm just because I'm, I'm, I, like I said, I'm of Mexican descent. My father came from a very small family, only two children. That was because my uh, grandmother had, uh, as I understood it, had difficulties giving birth or I don't remember. Anyway, two kids, but my father was of the generation of multiple children. My mother also came from a small family. Uh, five, three, no, four kids, small family, four kids. That used to be a small family. Now my, my grandmother, or sorry. And, and so all of everybody else in the, of that generation. So my parents and uncles and aunts, um, they all came from, you know, families of six and larger. Uh, my, my dad's. My grandfather's brother, my great uncle, sorry, my grandfather, sorry, yes, my grandfather's brother uh, ended up having six kids. So that was about right. Usually about six. Uh, the other brothers, six, and those are the ones that lived locally here. So they all had big families, big ones, huge. But at that time, that was about what you had, six kids. And then they came from families of like 13 and 14. Why? Because, um, well, you lost a few on the way. The world was very sharp back then. And now, um, anything that's possible, like they actually have to dread about stuff. Because think about it. Like the odds of your kid dying from COVID, unless they have a, one of the many, one of the many or few, I don't know, comorbidities, because only like, I think it's like only 300 kids who had no underlying conditions um, have died from this total in the nation. More kids die of the flu and like drowning in pools. So the odds of your kid dying from this is like, but maybe that's just because we've been in our pods during this whole thing. We need human connection, touching people. Not weird. With your mind, with your eyes, remembering how to communicate with your words, with your voice. And I want you to ask any teacher how they feel this year. And I'm sure that they will tell you that they have never experienced anxiety like this. Because it is like we are trying to protect our students from a mass shooting that we know is coming. Are you freaking serious? A mass shooting that you know? What? Come on now. But cannot do anything about, except we can do something about it. It's just that not everyone agrees that wearing a mask will stop the onslaught of students and staff who are likely to become sick and that. Wearing a mask to stop a virus. Sorry, wearing a cloth mask to stop a virus is like using a chain link fence. 
to stop mosquitoes. That makes me sick. And in the meetings that I have been to since we've been back, I hear teachers planning like regular, but I also hear them having conversations about finding affordable attorneys so that they can make a will. And we're talking about making a Today's sponsor, LegalZoom. That's right, LegalZoom. Go to LegalZoom.com. Let them know the manic mustache sent you. Get absolutely nothing off. That's right, LegalZoom. For affordable wills and trusts. Emergency subplans and quarantining and going to the hospital. And after, in my district, we found out that we have to use personal and sick days if we have to quarantine and that those aren't paid. Well, that's, uh, I, I think you're wrong. I think your union might have fucked that one up. But, hey, what are you going to do? The constant dialogue is how those bills are going to get paid. And we're wondering what legal rights we have because we don't. No, what you need, what we need to realize is that um, I don't know. I don't know. This, she actually has a good point and a bad point all at the same time. It's like, what are we going to do? With all, no, what you got to do, stop listening to all we're gonna be fine everybody i'm gonna say this right now and then if this shit mutates and we all die and the, it actually happens where we hit the apocalypse god damn it well i was wrong and at least i'm not the first one to get eaten have mask mandates in place across the board and across the board we're worried and we're tired of fighting parents who feel like mask mandates violate rights we I don't know if Matt ooh, this is a fun one. Mask mandates and listen. I think it's better to say this. This has been my stance, and I think this is something that everyone can agree on. If we can make if we can agree that this statement that I'm about to make sums up, I think, is a is a is an intellectually honest question and true purpose of the dialogue is this. What does the actual data show? Who is being protected by wearing a mask? And if we have to wear a mask, which ones actually do something? Because if wearing a mask is only at best your um your badge of political leaning that's why i don't like the mask mandates if the ma if you were going to tell me that the science shows that masks wearing masks do not protect me the breather but that they protect people. So if the mask is protecting other people from me, then that means that if we have to wear masks, the only ones that we should be wearing, because the only ones that would be effective would be the ones that everyone would be mandated to wear. 
So until you can explain to me exactly why we are wearing masks, then I don't understand. And if you tell me you understand without giving me a straight line to who is being protected from who, then we're not having a conversation. We cannot even talk about a mandate yet because you're basically just doing this to do this. But it is true. This is a different type of anxiety, and I understand that. I want parents to know that we are on the same team. I don't think you guys are, but that's just what I think. I made a comment on one of Ms. April's recent videos about PBIS in which I stated that PBIS is white supremacy with the hug. And a lot of y'all wanted to know more about that. So here we go. First of all, thank you to Jack Copa who um, reminded me. I don't know what PBIS is, but he's going to explain it to us. And here we go. It means that um, Dina Simmons was the first to coin this term. So thank you, Jack, so much. So if PBIS concerns itself with positive behaviors, um, we have to ask ourselves, okay, well, what are those positive behaviors? And it's things like making sure that you're following directions and making sure that you're sitting quietly. And what now? So you're, what? 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 And you are in your seat and all these things that come from white culture. The idea of just sitting quiet. So what you're telling me is that no other cultures other than the white ones Sit quietly. What now? I, I don't understand. I got to hear this again. Let's, let's go ahead. PBIS. Thank you, Jack, so much. So if PBIS concerns itself with positive behaviors, um, we have to ask ourselves, okay, well, what are those positive behaviors? And it's things like making sure that you're following directions. So no other cultures have directions. Following directions. What do you mean by following directions there, my man? And just so you know, like, what do you mean? Let me know. Explain to me. Go ahead. Making sure that you're sitting quietly and you are in your seat and all these things. You're right, because the Japanese, they're not, they don't sit quietly in their seat because they don't sit, have seats. They sit on the floor, right? They don't have chairs in Japan or in China, right? So you're right. That's only white culture because... In Asian cultures that sit on the floor, they sit on the floor quietly, not in their seat quietly. You're right. You're right, sir. Things that come from white culture. The idea of just sitting quiet and being told stuff and taking things in in a passive stance is not a thing that's in with many cultures. What are you talking about? That is literally oral culture. So what you're saying is white people are responsible for oral culture for oral histories for the stories that have been told where people would sit around the elder as he would tell the history they didn't sit there quietly listening this is something that was taught to africans by by white people this was the things that were told by the indigenous the indians the aztecs the mayans all of these people by white people. So what you're telling me is oral culture is white people. No, fuck you. No, sir. White people did not invent storytelling. 
I don't even understand what you're saying right now. So what you're saying is, is that literally, boys and girls, let me paint a picture with my mouth. Because we know that not only am I the greatest at receiving oration, I'm also the great dictator of, of pictures. And maybe this is just my Disney understanding of this. All right. But I'm going to show, I'm going to give you, paint you a picture from my childhood. Sitting around, listening to one of the old timers tell a completely batshit story. There'd be three or four of us sitting there as, you know, the fun uncle told a story about y'all's parents from childhood. And you sat there quietly and you listened. And then somebody from the back, and here's the great thing. That was the uncle that didn't care because they didn't have no kids yet. But you were just all teetering on being a little too young to hear this story. But he's telling you anyway. But we're sitting there quietly. And every now and then one of, you know, one of the parents would pop in and was like, I wasn't even there, bro. And so they continue this horrible story that you can kind of not really hold over your parents' head because if you it's so horrific what they all did. That if you were to do that, or even get anywhere close to that, or even have to reference that, you understood that you both understood what your parent was capable of. So it wasn't even like, hey, at least I didn't try to, you know, blow up my cousin when I was nine. And they're like, yeah, but at least you know that I'm capable of doing it. So what am I going to do to you? Don't worry. I'll wait for you to throw out the trash. Yeah. So it was kind of that weird double-edged sword. But what you're telling me here, sir, is that us sitting around quietly, listening to that story, was only because we were groomed by the man by the white man because white people they created everything good and we only did that and so what you're saying is that us having that ability to sit quietly and listen white people that's what that's white people white people have that that's theirs we can't that's not all right okay all right my bad so if we're positively enforcing these behaviors, we are by extension positively enforcing elements of white culture, which therefore keeps whiteness at the center, which is. So good behavior is only white people are naturally the only ones able to behave like human beings is what you're telling me. It's the definition of white supremacy. I, I don't even know what he's this trying is an idea to say. That I think a lot of people have, um, and I want to call that in uh, lovingly just for a moment. 
Yes, America contains many cultures and many races. That is not wrong. Um, however, um, the problem comes when we don't think about this idea or this argument in a uh, racialized way when it comes to power and power dynamics. No, that's just it. Um, you're the one talking about race. And just so y'all know, um, this, 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 this man is uh, he white. He's Casper the, he's Casper the friendly ghost. Well, I mean, he got a little bit of a tan. He looks like if Casper the friendly ghost lived in L.A. In America, as in many of the parts of the Western world, whiteness is the dominant racial ideology. Hang on. So what? So what you're telling me is, is that, hang on. So you're telling me that white people are in charge of the world and that all of their ideas have spread and permeated so that all that is good in these cultures that are thriving is because of white people? So you're trying to backdoor me and explain to me that white people are the people who made everybody successful. Because I don't understand what you're trying to tell me outside of that, good sir. And like I said, it's not even that these people have these thoughts. The only people who are even might even be amplifying their voices are these right-wing little quote-unquote news channels. They're not even news. It's commentary on the news. They do do some on-the-ground reporting, but we all know that shit can be edited relatively easy. You just ask enough people, someone's... You're going to get... Ask enough people, someone's going to say some stupid shit. Right? So I, I don't... I always kind of strangely question the... Uh, those interviews. That's just me. But these people are teaching your kids, telling them that everything, maybe, maybe not everything, but a lot of the things that all of us can agree are, would you call it socially acceptable? Like these are means of becoming successful Maybe in our, okay, like for some reason, for the most part, except for black people, I understand. But for some reason, all right, even black people. Now, here's another half-baked thought just popped into this man's head. Thank you, mustache. Africans know why, how the first generation of black people and why they are here. So they understand that America was capable of enslaving their countrymen. And never mind that, we're going to even get more racist, okay? Because Africa is a continent. So it's not like Africans in Nigeria feel the same way like 
Africans in Ethiopia, right? Like those are different countries. That's like American America and Panama, right? Yes, we're all on the North American. So if they're like, oh, they're North American. Do you understand? But how come the ideals that you're telling me came from white supremacy has drawn all of these people from all over the world to what you're calling and all of these people are calling, quote unquote, a white supremacist idea. So you're telling me that you, white person, are the only person and the only peoples that are able to understand or at least have created success and what people have found principle. And they didn't know it until white people showed it to them. And then they took it back to their countries of origin, the Japanese. That, I mean, just so you're telling me the Japanese culture, what they have created, have Mexican people that come up to America. Heck, all these people that, that, that were drawn to this. Now, maybe that American dream, the quote-unquote American dream may have, have shifted or whatever, but for you to think that what you think is success was created by white people? My man. And like I said, it's not even that these people have a very big platform. It's that these people are at the level of educating your children. They are with your children. If they're, you know, in elementary or junior high, I think it's what, eight hours a day. And then in high school, it's, you know, what is that? 90 minutes a day, five days a week. Hell, even at that, I think they're spending more time with your kid than you are. That's the scary part. We're doing the math. So I guess the really the bigger message of all of this is that um, these people are the real white supremacists because they're telling me that white people are better than me. The I what I find to be success, well, how I define success is only because white people told me that that's what successful was. And sir, I um, I disagree with your premise, and I, and gentle ladies, um, saying that white people are why I define and why previous generations in my life, in my family, have defined success similarly to what this individual and others here in this video have called white ideas. Next, you're going to tell me math is racist because it's a white ideal. No, no, it is not. Um, math was um, Arabic. Heck, 
We use Arabic numerals, my brother. So you're telling me numbers? You know what? I know this is going a little bit long. And I'm sorry. I'm just going to put R. This is going to be a new game. You know what? I'm going to write this down. I think this put a bright spot in my day. Is this racist? I'm just going to write this down. Is this racist? Numbers. I like that. You know what? That put a bright spot in my day. Next time the Billy Badbeard or we get another guest in the treehouse here, we're going to ask them simple, mundane things like, are numbers racist? I have not looked that up. I was about to, but I can't go any further than this video. We're about five minutes in, and to be totally honest, my stomach has been turned to the point that um, not even a 7-Up is going to make it right. So... Going to go on a little extendo break. We've been super glad to have everybody along. Remember, if you missed any part of the show live, we are or sorry, if you would like to listen to the show live, we are on, on we are on Mixler. That's right. Get the Mixler app in the Apple Store, Google Play, Android apps. If you have missed any of the show live, you can listen to this also podcast form with Stitcher, Spotify. Google Play and where finer podcasts are procured. I really wish I wouldn't have used that word now. Also, social media at Treehouse Duo. Slide into our D slide into our DMs. Tell us that we're a bunch of morons. If we are, remember give us a five star review. Um, unless you don't like us, then please just I mean. Don't even bother. Hate listen, but just don't don't tell anybody you do. Uh, also, share it with your friends on all the social medias because we're not there and we're still working on that. So, with all that being said, from the Half-Baked Treehouse, I am the Manic Mustache reminding you that I am a gorilla. Love yourself. Good night, everybody.